husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. Hello, podcasters. Hello. Ooh, give me a mic, give me a mic, give me a mic, give me a mic. I think this one's mine. Oh, we just had uh, a couple of people in for an interview, so we all got our microphones all moved around. We didn't, re- didn't reset. Stav. No, no, no. So that one that you're now talking to is Stav's. Is that st- oh, it is Stav's. Oh, good. Sure. Like, and then that, that one there is Good, good, good. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, Stavos. Bless me. Sorry. No worries. And I was like, oh, no, it's all tangled up. Mm. I don't like my cords tangled. Imagine if we did the radio. Yeah. Mm. We probably do sometimes. On a pirate ship. Always thought about it. Or, or the way podcasts are, you know what you say? <laughs> Bless you, my darling. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. chatting. Oh. I know what you mean. Sometimes we wouldn't finish our sentences, though, because we'd go, oh, yeah. Mm. The difference is with the podcast, though, is that we have about 17 conversations in mm. one, but that's fine. Yeah, but I think everyone else can follow it. It's yeah. probably me that Some. starts up all the conversations, which I want to get back to the pirate ship. I have always wanted to do a, a radio show on a pirate ship. Yeah. And then they stole it, didn't it? Uh, yeah. Another radio station. Another radio but we wanted to do pirate radio, yeah, which pirate radio, get me back to, that's when people would come up with the frequency and they wouldn't pay for the license. Yes. But then you could tune in. Yeah. Right. How would they do that? Uh, they would hijack the, the frequency. So it was a bit, you know. So but what I'm saying is they would track them down eventually, wouldn't yes. they? You wouldn't have had a pirate ship, for a, pirate, a pirate radio for very long. Depends how you do it. So famously, and they made a film about it, uh, yep. The Boat That Rocks. In the UK, there was a radio station that uh, pirated and they did broadcast from a boat uh, and they would move around. So it went, lasted for years. What I meant was, would they have to change the dial, the frequency? No. So how did they manage to do that? Because I thought they would have blocked that. No, well, this, but, but I don't know if it happens anymore, but this mm. was back in, uh, you know, the days, yeah. the 70s yeah. and 80s. So How interesting. Mm. Well, you remember as a kid when you got walkie-talkies and you oh, try and yes. tune into the truckies, yep. you know, on yep. their yep. frequencies. Yep. But yeah, the technology was different. And mm. that's how it became pirate radio, right? Because they were on boats no. doing it. Wasn't that sort of how mm. they came up with it? Because you're pirating, the, you're stealing the, the bandwidth and all that sort, yeah. sort of thing. I think but maybe it worked the other way. They were like, well, we're doing pirate radio. They're going to catch us. We'll get on a boat. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, oh, you would have rem- remembered the pirate, uh, don't do pirate videos, remember? You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a purse. <laughs> so don't steal a DVD. Well, I actually, <laughs> I would, so I'm going to take this whole box set. Have a great day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was big, was it? Remember um, mm. LimeWire, Napster? Mm-hmm. My friend did it so often, he got a letter from Paramount Pictures saying, stop it. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how they happen? Mm. I don't know, I'm not sure if I've told you this fact. The movie companies, mm. <clears throat> and I don't know if they still do it, they started uploading their movies mm. onto those sites themselves. Oh, so people that downloaded it, they got them there. And they would have a little thing in it, so when you downloaded it, it would get your IP at their IP mm. address and ping it, and then they would send a letter to like your internet company, and that's how they do it. Right. So they actually would set a trap mm. and then go, hey, this is your warning, next time we catch you, right. we're coming mm. for you. Should not have pirated entrapment. <laughs> so I don't know whether they're still doing it, but mate, I wonder if pirating has gone down a lot now because it's so cheap to get like Netflix. I would say and so. Stuff it's like so that. easily accessible. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you used to remember you used to have recordings and it was filmed in some yep. uh, movie cinema and you Go could have people up. like. Yeah, and the other thing was the big pirating thing was. Oh, look, I've got Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, but it's not out in Australia for another six months. Oh, yeah, Correct. it is. You know? yeah. And yeah. now they just globally um, yeah. release them at yeah. the same time. Yeah, because yeah, that would be the thing that would be a few weeks behind. Sometimes months behind, right. yeah. Mm. And because the way it would work, it, w- and it was pretty much uh, when it finished running in America, they would grab, they use the same film. So they'd grab all the films and, ah, and show it here. But now they don't have to do that, so it's the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
So interesting. And the more popular a film was, the longer it lasted at cinemas, so the longer you had to wait to but see it. Would you live, like to work in Hollywood, like in the film industry? Yeah. Like what would have been your job there? Actor, movie you star. Would, yeah. 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 My dad was a film projectionist. Yeah. So I just didn't know if you'd like, not the editing, the editing's so hard, but I didn't know if you'd like filming, directing. Mm. I don't think I'd be a good director. Too many sp- plates spinning. Like you got to think of everything, mm. you know. I'd be like, I always think a writer. Call Chris and get him to the set. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I think writer. the idea a good director would just have heaps of great people around them. Mm. So you just had to work on the overall vision. The mm. one thing, I, yeah, the one I wanted to ask a bit more about the directing because everyone says that Tyker's like a big kid mm. and he just plays around on set. So I'd like to know mm. a lot of his pranks, but I got too nervous to ask. Then mm. you'll hear that interview in the podcast because we did catch up with Chris Hemsworth. Yes. And Tyker. Yes, that's in there. Um, righto. Let's roll it. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Kids, get the popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space Viking, Thor Odinson. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Now, guys, I must say I'm pretty upset that the timing didn't work out because the first day of holidays, we got told that we had a Chris Hemsworth chat in Sydney. Now, I'm the nerd of the show. I'm the geek. I'm so sorry. You don't need to be a nerd to like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm the Marvel guy. Got it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. it was for Thor, Love yes. and Thunder, yeah. uh, which I can't wait to see. Mm. And I would love to meet both of them. Both you of You were in Melbourne. I have to be honest. It didn't work out for me either, timing-wise. But I have to say that I've got a lot of girlfriends out there that when I said, mm. i got a Chris Hemsworth chat, they looked after my kids. So I have to say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> They really came on board. One of them said, I've got no kids. Can I come? I said, you actually do, and you're looking after mine. So huh? thank you so much. That's the sisterhood in action. It then. is, isn't is it? it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. But how was Thanks it? To Neil. Must have been great. Unbelievable. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. He, he, I get what people say about Chris Hemsworth, because there is an awe about him mm. when you're in the room. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, wow, look at mm. this guy. Mm. And he's very attractive. And the new movie is hilarious. Tyka said that you have to see it twice, and I understand why, because you're actually laughing through the oh, joke yeah. so much that you yeah. have to hear it again. Mm. Yeah, it's good marketing. You, yeah, it is. You will love the movie. <laughs> I think when I will. Left, I was like, oh, stab a, stab I love the last thing. one that he did as well. Uh, so we're about to play you the interview. Now, in these things, you only get given, like, four or five minutes. Mm. You you go into a room, you sit down, you do the chat, there's someone in the corner rapping you and you get out, yeah, that's it. It's a whirlwind. So we flew all the way from Brisbane to Sydney at like six o'clock our flight mm-hmm. left mm. and we had to see the movie and stuff. So we thought we need to make this trip worthwhile and we did a bit of a document along the way. Oh, like a travel document. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. what you're going to hear here yeah. is um, chatting pre- mm-hmm. Just uh, on the way, mm-hmm. just before the interview, mm-hmm. and then reactions after. Oh, the afterglow. Yes, here is the, the trip to Sydney for the interview. So it's 5.45 in the morning. We're at Brisbane Airport. First day of holidays. And you know how you have that saying where you're like, I wouldn't even get out of bed for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is now that person. I would never, on the first day of holidays, get up early after a State of Origin game, a loss, go to the airport that's packed. And jump on a plane to talk to someone for four minutes, unless so Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And Tyka. I was he going to be there. No, no, joking. <laughs> and that'll be fun. I'm not going to lie. This morning when I woke up, I went, I'm a good friend. I'm going to wingman no. today. I'm wingmanging. This is about you. Don't right? do that. I know what you're doing. Trying to, trying to get a favour in the bag. That's what no, I'm doing. No, no, You're even nervous as well, just to be in the presence that you're blaming me. I look into his dreamy eyes and say, I am not worthy. 
I said that I was going to Sydney to speak to Thor. And my son put his arm on my shoulder and went, Oh, Mum, you know he's not real. <laughs> Send him a selfie and say, suck he is. We've just seen uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, the movie, and we're now at the hotel. It was a brilliant movie. It's ridiculously funny. Uh, this is the hotel where we're going to interview Chris. Yes, yes. And, and Maddie just told me that um, he won't be as big talking about Chris Hemsworth because he's like, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I could be that big if I wanted to. That, that's not, that's not, not how I said it. That's exactly how he said it. Is that exactly, that's exactly how he said no, no, no. it? No, no, no. I said he'll be big. Hang on, give me my phone back. I said he'll be big. Yeah, but not that big. But not as big no. as the movie. Because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. All right, uh, we're in the cab. Post interview. Can you just admit that when you first saw him, even you were nervous? Because his eyes are that. Oh, I'm, I will fully admit Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I was like, so, oh, oh. I was nervous of saying Taika or TT. You didn't yeah. want to get that wrong. Yeah. And then you're sitting across, across him and you look at him and you go. It's the blueness of the eyes. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. And he's big. Yeah, he's big. I mean, it's not sustainable, but <laughs> look, I would say definitely worth the flight. Yes. Yeah. And the movie was brilliant. Just a pity you didn't get a photo. I mean, I got a photo with him and you was like... Not sustainable. Not sustainable. That like went on for a while. Coal. Yeah. And can I say, when we do the next, when you hear the chat, I started with something which I thought they would understand. Uh -huh. So it falls a little bit flat. So just don't be disappointed with it. Once you see the movie, you'll understand where it came from. Okay. She dissed them straight up. She went for the tree to mean keep them. No, I didn't. It was it was a line from their own movie, and I thought he wrote it. I don't he remember said that. It. I don't remember that line in the movie. <laughs> Ash. Please. You definitely said it. I encouraged Abby I like, to say, say that. that? And oh, like, yes, see, go that and say it. If, so, if you think to yourself, should I say this? Yes. Or if you're sitting there going, when I say this, it's gonna this be really is going to be great. It never, ever comes off. It's like a pickup line. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you think a pickup line's going to work? <laughs> Did your pickup line work? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking. Thor Odinson. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Yes, Thor Love and Thunder. It is in cinemas and it is amazing. And you guys had the privilege to fly to Sydney and catch up with the director and the star, Chris Hemsworth. Even more power to you, Maddie, because it was the night, the morning after Origin. So that would have been a big night. Not a lot of sleep because the flight was at six. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and mm. and, and it was wasn't sad. a good result. No, that's no, true. We messaged each other probably around, was it 11 o'clock? 10.30? Yeah. Going, Because uh, mm. we were going we to wear um, Queenslander jerseys and roll into Sydney with them on. Like I actually had it out. Right. You know, and you have all your clothes ready. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, um, put that one back quietly. And I said to him, are you really not wearing it? Because <laughs> yeah. I was Stick like, up. if I... If I rocked up with uh, it and you weren't wearing it, ooh. do the Superman thing in the interview. Like, oh, sorry, wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong hero. So you had already booked a, a holiday to Melbourne. Melbourne. So you sorry, poor everyone. Thing. Yeah. You were you were devo. Um, but we took off there, and you can watch it. It's going to go up on Facebook. Search Stav, Abby, and Matt. Um, we were given a strict four four minutes. Mm -hmm. Four or four five. minutes. Uh, yeah, four with Thor. See, that's why go. I should have been there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why we, uh... That's why you're glad I wasn't. Yeah, we sent you to Melbourne. <laughs> Surprise! Cat, <laughs> we shut you uh, Here we go. This is uh, the interview with Chris Hemsworth and Taika 
Waititi. Oh, notice the joke uh, at the start right mm. now that Abby dropped. It's in the movie. Okay. It's a really good line in the movie. Sure. They just didn't remember. Remember it. So and good. it's their movie. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks well, you know what they us. say? You should never meet your heroes. So I'm calling on you guys to be nice, right? Oh, yeah. No, we're yeah. going to try. Yeah. We're both heroes? That, that line came from me no, meeting him. Never a hero. Well, we have to say congratulations on the movie. It's absolutely brilliant. And last time when I left Ragnarok, I was like, that's it. You guys are peaked. You're never yeah, going to be. That's what we thought, yeah. Yeah. There's no way I'm going back for this. It's too hard. Uh, We got away with it. And um, And they won't let us do it again. And then we tried and we did. It is ridiculously funny. And we just have to say, do you test your lines on each other or when you're writing it? How do you come up with the... It's a mix. Like there'll be a a lot of jokes in in the script and then they'll get better on the day. Like, you know, there's ones where, like, Chris will go... Or what about doing it this way and it will change and it will become better or a lot of stuff just happens in the moment that gets inspired by like the mm-hmm. situation we're in or often Tyker's kind of just behind the camera like let's just say it this way what have you said this one and it's just the back and forth yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. chaotic kind of rant between like the feasting on the children thing, which is one of my favourite jokes yeah in the film, uh, yeah, I think it was just came up at, you know one, during the speech. We yeah. were going to give a rousing speech to the. So Three hundred extras there, and, and we, I was doing this speech. And it was to the Asgardians and yeah. saying goodbye, and we're off on this quest. And in the film, it's maybe one line or two. It was about forty lines by the end of it, and it was again just me and Tiger yeah. kind of riffing and. Everyone else being really confused. Yeah. And, um, Do you have any moments, though, you know when you've written a joke and you think it's the greatest and you go, hey, dude, listen to this, and the other one goes, nah. It, 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 you never know until you, you never do know, it. Yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, you, you'll do a joke, and you also never know until you show it to an audience. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. really the test. What's interesting, too, is you have jokes that are a little more complex and there's a bit more detail in them and if you read them they're hilarious and there's joke and there's another joke and there's a, and then you you test it and if people aren't paying attention it just is too much to take in um, but some of my favourite films I look back on I watch them three or four times and then you find another joke buried in and in yeah. Um, I always find it's easy to go, get it, get it, get it, get it, and then eventually they'll give you a laugh. <laughs> 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 That's what we do in the next one. Like, get it, leave a big pause. Well, a lot of the, when we played the film, which did so well at the premiere in L.A., yeah, people were laughing so much that I think they were losing some of the other jokes. So they're laughing over yeah, the top. You've got to go see it, it again. Again, yeah. again, yeah. again, and again. We actually got a call from a eight-year-old girl who was a little bit annoyed um, with something. Now we've well, it's not for eight-year-olds. <laughs> no, well that's it. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. It's for it's for all kids. Well, she gave a call and she said that she's not allowed to see it because of a nudity scene, and she said that it's because the dad had also. Said that the mum's not allowed to go and see it as well because yeah. Oh, of the, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. The priorities straight. Yeah. That's no. what I understand. That so whose idea was that? Well, my six-year-old seen it. She yeah. loves it, and you know, yeah. it's, uh, there's no problem. I, th- I think the moon should come back. You remember when you were younger, the old moon out the back of yeah. the, the bus? I know. Yeah, the pool. Yeah, the white, the white, the white whale. whale, the bum. Yeah. He's been trying to do for a while. I was <laughs> like, you kind of get arrested yeah. for that. We worked together for many years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was always a north star for us. You know, it was we, I took my shirt off in the last film and. And then this time, where do we go from here? And Tucker said, it's a pants-off occasion. I said, listen, mate, you do and, that, uh, you can, we're going to sell five million more tickets. Yeah, that's and okay. uh, they're going to back the money truck up. <laughs> Does that equate to the box office? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, the we ran the numbers. We thought, okay, yeah, yeah. Great. it's all the demographics. Yeah. 
you know, depending on your sexual orientation, you go and it doesn't matter, you're going to enjoy it, you're going to appreciate it, you know. It's human form. Yeah, it's human form, you're going to yeah. appreciate the work that went into it. Of cheeks. Do you know, we actually had a theme today. We were going to have an outfit, and then last minute, I think we texted each other and said we're not going to do it. Do you guys watch State of Origin? Because we're from Queensland. Yeah. So we actually had our maroon tops out to wear today. Yeah. But you're not in that area, mate. You can't be down yeah, here yeah, doing yeah. that. It'd be dangerous. Well, if we had a one, we were going to wear them, but I texted Abby at about 10.30 last night, we're and like, I was like, nah, I don't reckon we do it. But you're, I see you're in blue. Yeah. <laughs> is that it for, for New South Wales? Listen, or? guys, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not getting into this. That's all I say that, you know, like, I do. I'd like them to win it, you know. I'd like them to. I'd like it to be more even. Mm. You want New yeah. South Wales to win? Well, this movie sucks, guys. Don't go and watch it. Uh, no, 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 it is absolutely brilliant. So, congratulations. <laughs> Thank Thanks you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I've had a slight disagreement uh, with my online grocery shopping. I like doing online because I always go to my specials and then I go to half price first. Mm hmm. Because then I'm like, it's saving money. You know exactly how much money you're spending as well. Mm. You don't get to the checkout and then freak out because no. I'm not good at adding up. Yeah, so I normally do that and we spend enough to get free delivery, so win-win. But they've got something that's happened, which is substitutes. So you can say there if you don't want it to be substituted. Right. So if they're out of stock. And it's never really been an issue. But because groceries are so hard at the moment to mm. get, you know, there's a lot of things that have happened. There's the Supply chain yeah, issues. Also the, the floods that happen floods. as well. So a lot of the stock is, stock is out, so then they will substitute it and then you can say if you really don't want that item to be, right? So do they say to you, we're substituting it for this, then you no, make no. a decision? No, 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 because you've done the online shop and then your personal shopper will go around. And look, this is my next career. I can, I can admit that. I reckon I would be a good shopper, mm. personal shopper, because mm. I would always get the items at the back mm -hmm. so the use-by date mm -hmm. is going to last for as long. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah they, no, no, they would no. tell you not to do that. Why? Get rid of the... Uh, uh, Older stuff first. Can't help it, yeah. mate. I'm doing a personal shopper, and I know that Wendy back home will really appreciate it. Okay. okay. Don't you feel like you're breaking the law though when you go and you reach for the milk bottle at the back? You look around to see you if there's around, anyone. Sorry, I'm sorry. Like you would do the same. Get Doesn't in. everybody do that though? I don't. I do. Yeah. You don't. No. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, there's people. We need people like you to be out, yeah. <laughs> out at the back. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. need honest people in the world so we can yeah. exist. Yeah, the more people, it's not, it's well, not the more people like guy. me, it's not not honest. The quicker it goes through. If everyone did it, then that it's I'm. Food I do wastage. it too. Don't say it's dishonest, like we're illegal. Well, you hate food wastage and you're causing a lot that well, way. Well, that's why I don't like food wastage. Yeah. It's exactly the point. What do you think happens to all the poor milks that have sat there for six months? People like you come, Stav. Well, you're welcome. You go home and make yourself a lime milkshake and go, <laughs> the world still spins. <laughs> don't start on these. Don't start. I'll leave that one alone. Okay. There's no such thing as a spearmint one. There anyway. Okay. I don't know if this is an accurate substitute because I said, I'm sorry, that's not Right, and mm. I'm willing to take it back. That's mm. not a willing. It's not a good substitute. And mm. they have come back and said no. By their guidelines, that is perfectly well. So, would you substitute if you've ordered salmon, right? Yeah. yeah. And I get the big bag of the frozen ones with the skin on. Mm. Now, if you go, that's out of stock, which I don't think it was because I went into the store the next day. Regardless, mm -hmm. there is a lot of different brands of that. Yeah. Of salmon, mm -hmm. and you can get skin on. You can get skin off. Yeah. You could get any other type of salmon. Mm -hmm. But they gave snapper. Well, it starts with an S. But I, don't, I mean, I know it's a, I know it's a fish. I get it. It's a fish. It is a fish. But let's just say this is what I was explaining to them. Yeah. If I was at a restaurant mm. and I ordered something uh. and something else came out, I'd have to be as happy with that. Mm. So if I've ordered a salmon, and I think people that eat salmon mm. generally wouldn't eat snapper. All right. Like it's a different type of fish, it's, right? It's like if I went to a store and I bought a spearmint milkshake. 
<laughs> and and they gave me a lime one. Or yeah. A lime. Yeah, it's still green. You should be happy. <laughs> if it's if it's a bag of um, frozen fish, yeah. uh, fish fingers would have been the way to go. That's it. Because that, that, that way you'd probably get a little bit yeah. of salmon in there. You Extra would be princess. the worst personal shopper yeah. Ever. You ordered six bags of carrots. We didn't have them, so I gave you some sponges. I reckon there's some salmon in those things. But I got you some sticky apples. Look at those. Mm -hmm. Toffee apples. Who doesn't like those? So you're saying that salmon snapper is not an accurate substitute for salmon. Would you say it was? You actually eat salmon. I don't eat salmon. My wife eats a lot of salmon. uh, But no, I wouldn't. No. But you wouldn't get server up snapper. Because I can grill salmon. I'm not very good at Mm. grilling snapper. Mm. I'd go tuna. Tuna is a substitute. Because it's a, a pinky fish? Well, I think they're kind of similar. Mm. They're both... No, no, from that face, I'm going to say no. that's a no. No. Mm. The main problem you've got is it's a 16-year-old boy who's doing the shopping, and mm. that is not the person you go in to get Which your substitutes is, for It's you. great that you've said that, Matt, because I suggested <laughs> yeah. to them that they have an idea of a profile mm. so that I yeah. can re- like I can actually write on there, I'm so sorry, one of my child is so fussy, don't get me wrong, I've tried to get him out of it. The other one's a celiac. My husband, he'll eat anything. Uh. Like I wish I could do that on the category so that they go, okay, cool, no worries. Like a Tinder profile for your shopping. Yeah. Mm. You need The only person who should be your personal shopper is a mum with three kids under 10. Because she's the only one who gets how painful dinner time is. Because she's going to know, if she's served up Snapper, the kids are going to go, we don't eat Snapper. That's a good point. And go, it's a great substitute. No, it's not. So after after your 20 years in the radio industry, you're going to leave us to shop. Be a personal shopper. Mm. I'd be great at it. And then you get there and you're like, who is it? No, they were annoying last time. (laughs) (laughs) Snapper it is. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, guys. It is tomorrow, the 12th of July. Your answers to make it easier to win the money are? Something. I've thrown mine away. I'll throw mine away. Oh, God, okay. I'm so sorry, guys. No, that's right. Letter is N. N. And your oh. clue are noodles, noodles Nissan, and, and Nigeria. Nigeria. That's just off the top of our head. Yeah, we just okay. You read that off the screen. It's probably good that you threw away your paper because they weren't on there anyway. Oh. We knew that. Yeah, that's why we did it. Yeah. Yeah. See, you could be a director. Look how efficient you are. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I was pretty lucky to go away uh, for the holidays. I went down to Adelaide for my girlfriends and I caught up again. We were doing our Mm. 40th again, so we had a big dinner. But I haven't flown for some time and I probably won't be flying for some Mm. time because it's really hard. Like, I understand that the aviation industry was completely stopped Mm. during COVID. So, so many Mm. of them got made redundant or went and found other jobs. So Mm. now it's like, hey, travel's back, Mm. but there's no staff. No, and even the ones that they're out of practice. Well, yeah, you know, new. you've got new security mm. um, check-ins as well. Mm-hmm. There's no one to clean all the planes. So it's just delayed, delayed, delayed. So we had a bit of a late night. We went on Saturday night, right? Oh, we didn't, well, we, the night didn't end. It didn't that? end. Didn't end. Okay. Um, all night, oh, that's and then crazy. And then I had to catch up with a friend early in the morning, went for a walk. I was like, that's fine, because when I get to the airport mm. to come back, I'm just going to I'm going to die. Mm. It'll be fine. So you, hang on a second. Mm. You did an all-nighter and an exercise. No, I had a nap. I had a nap. I oh. had to catch up with another friend of mine the next morning. Oh, okay. And we went for a walk and we um, we stopped to look at the scenery quite a bit because <laughs> I was feeling a little bit like, yeah. So we had to stop a bit making along your own, the way. Making your own scenery. <laughs> I don't do it very often. No, no, that's true. Anymore. Mm. But then at the airport, it kept getting delayed, the flight delay. And you know, you're just like, oh, come on, let's not happen. And then they said that there's a cancellation. And we were not in a good frame of mind to get this cancellation. And I just go, everyone had, you look at their thing and it's just delay, 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 cancellation. 
And I said to the lady, I was like, Ugh. and it's not her fault. No. Even though I was not the nicest. <laughs> I knew it wasn't her fault. And then I apologised. I went and got a reporter. You reporter. don't know that. No, no, I don't. And it wasn't her fault. <laughs> but I said to her, I said, what is it? Like, you know, you just want to know what it is with yeah. the plane. And I know what it is because they had no staff. If anyone's called in sick because of COVID, mm. they I can't fly the plane. No. But what's the one thing that they could tell you that you're not going to fight back on it? Hmm. If they say, if you go, why is the flight cancelled? They're going to say it's... Uh, mechanical issues. It's engineering uh... issues. And I went, really? There's six planes up there with cancelled flights? They're all engineering issues? Because yeah. we might have an issue here. That's She's like like, yep. it's like gastro in an office. Yeah. Yeah. If you say I've got gastro, I can't come in, no, no one's going to question that. They're mm. like, rattle. But that's mm-hmm. the excuse that they ha- they give. I don't think any time it's been engineering issues. And if you work at the aviation... Maybe. But if you work in the aviation industry and you've given that excuse, mm. like, what actually is it? Is it just that there's no staff to fly the planes? Well, it's like that anything, every job mm. generally has that one thing that you can tell a customer that blanketly makes you win. You know, like, for instance... And I know a lot of the time it's true, but, oh, I'm so sorry, we just don't have materials at the moment. We yeah. can't get to the job. Mm. You, you can't prove that the builder's lying to you. Mm-hmm. Taylor wants to know about the ice cream machines. Taylor, our producer, wants to know about the ice cream machines. At McDonald's when they're always broken. Because they do have to clean them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or when they say they're, broke, they're broken... When they say sorry, they say they're cleaning them when they're actually broken. Broken, no. yeah. yeah, yeah. And we have our own. How do we get into radio? Uh, here's the producer's number. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> Done that no, so many times. That's not an excuse. What? Yeah, it's an excuse not to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. What's your? What do you do for work? And what's your blanket excuse that you use on a customer? Because would customers take the real answer? Oh. Like if she was there and she said, "Look, just so you know, um, pilot slept in." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm. You'd be, if you could blame, so you'd be like, well, "That's outrageous." That's outrageous. How you should they? have stuff. But if they say that if we fly this plane, it'll it's crash. It's your safety. Yeah. yeah, you go. Oh, we'll leave the fix it. Yeah, it's like a doctor. Uh, sorry, I'm out of anaesthetic. Do it anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitchell's from the aviation industry. You've got a bit of an insight into this. Uh, yes, yeah, so I used to work for Swiss Sport and. Uh, we once had a bird strike, or usually sometimes it's weather issues, mm. and we do just use the whole engineering excuse, mm. 100%. For, for everything like that? Yeah. Well, yeah, it, especially when it's actually something that's a pretty big deal. You don't want to freak customers out, so mm. an engineering excuse is pretty simple. Yeah. Oh, so it works for both. You can use it when not much is going on, but also if you're saying, hey, this plane's about to explode, you say, that's engineering issue. Engineering issue. Exactly, and they never they never argue it. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I was no, put yeah, back yeah. on my place. I was but, like, well, good for you, uh, checking up things so thoroughly. <laughs> Mitch has a point, because if, if you were there and you're like, why isn't this plane taking off? And go, oh, there's bolts missing, and it will fall apart, and you'll probably die in a fiery yeah. crash. Yeah. Okay, I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Have you any duct tape? I reckon yeah. that'll fix it. If they everything. use duct tape on planes. Yeah. I bet gaffer. you they do. No, come on. Yeah. There, Mitch, Mitch, is there <laughs> anything on the plane that you've had to duct tape before? Gaffer. Uh, not me personally. No, not come you on. personally. But do you know if it's ever been used? Uh, in smaller planes, uh, yes. But the larger jets, no. 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 Just holds a propeller. Is that in. sort of yes? That's <laughs> <laughs> sort of yes. Don't take it like a yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Anonymous stuff. <laughs> uh, Anonymous. Yeah. All right. Enough of Kumara. What's the uh, What's the industry you work in, and what's the excuse? Hey guys, good morning. I uh, I work in telecommunications, so mm-hmm. I I work for the NBN, mm-hmm. and um, we always give out the classic excuse of we ever forget like 
to grab stock from the depot to complete a job, like to fit off equipment or something like that. We normally just go, oh, NBN forgot to give this to us and uh, we can't actually complete the job, so mm. we'll, we'll have to come back another time. I'm That's so good. sorry. It's good when the company's <laughs> reputation is already rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh, that makes sense then. Yeah, bloody NBN. Uh, uh. Hey, you've got Eka tickets as well. We'll have to get your details. Everyone that gets on air this morning gets Eka tickets. There you go. Alicia in Kangaroo Point, what are your work excuses that you use? I used to work at Coles, and everything that was, like, a customer would ask for something, can you just check out the back, please, love? We'd go out, we'd waste time, we'd have a chat, we'd, you know, go flirt with the with, with whoever, and we'd come back, oh, no, sorry, truck hasn't come in. We'd just blame it on the truckies. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a pass-on excuse, isn't it? Really? It's not my fault. Yeah. But it does feel better, though. I can't help it. It feels better when someone's gone out to the back to check. Mm. You're like, well, yeah. at least you tried. It's like Foot Locker. <laughs> yeah. Or we, or we tell them, I oh, know it doesn't come in until Tuesday, Tuesday. night, about 8pm. <laughs> yeah. And they come back in at that time and you go, oh. <laughs> Hey, Sonia, uh, you work in law. What's the, the one lie that everyone tells customers to shut them up? Um, we always say that, oh, the lawyer's just stuck in a trial at the moment. Oh, <laughs> oh that's oh, yes. why they're not returning calls. Yes. Yeah, because then you go, well, at least they're going to be stuck in there for me. Mm. Look how mm. dedicated yeah. they are to the job. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's the judge calling. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's not here. <laughs> no, of course. And sorry, do you want to say hi? Hi. 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 Do you want tickets to the Echo? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. you've got them. Well yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet with her kid. Yeah. <laughs> Just some random. <laughs> hey, Ryan. You're a delivery hey. driver. What is Thank your... Thank you, Ryan. That's it. Where's that song? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you got it, bro. You got it. Tickets to the Ecker are all yours. That's What's it. the excuse that you give people? I've got a few. So, obviously, when I'm running early for a customer, because you're meant to give them a half an hour call and deliveries, yeah. um, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. We just had a job cancellation on just around the corner. Oh, <laughs> that's a classic. I've never doubted that every yeah. time I've got given it. <laughs> Sometimes with my boss, when I'm running a little bit late, I'll just blame the cops. The co- Say, oh, the cops just pulled me over, or there was a big RBT back there, mate. <laughs> oh, that worked. That's good. Yeah, well, you can't say no to that. Yeah. So yeah. what do you tell oh, no, customers when you're late? You, you say that to the customers when you're late as well as your boss. When, I'm, when, when customers, I normally blame other customers. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. they understand. They're like... Well, yeah, yeah, I know people are fussy. Yeah, so they didn't tell I me they had stairs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to do Nick Scarly, and i tell you what, Nick Scarly's got some of the worst customers you've ever dealt with. Great company, though. Yes, yes, yes great furniture. <laughs> <laughs> they can't help their clientele. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I was uh, down in Melbourne with um, my daughter, Rory, and uh, Kat went out and she got up with some uh, comedy friends that she knows down there and they had a girls' night dinner. So um, it was Funny. Really... Oh, hilarious, I imagine. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, so she went off and it was Is just... Is that a myth, though? What's that? In all honesty. Mm. Like, a comedian's always funny together because I've just noticed, like, backstage sometimes mm. it's actually more serious. Mm. And people just presume it's going to be hilarious, hilarious. But it's like you've already heard each other's jokes. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the com- comics. Some comics okay. are serious off stage, some aren't. Some are, you know, people always ask us because it's like two comedians living you together. You guys must have so oh, much fun. I'm like, yeah, you, you can't even get inside because anytime you knock on the door, we just go, who's there? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
Um, that's, that's funny. Thanks. Uh, but so I took Rose out to uh, to dinner in, in Melbourne, and we went to this cool place. It was a burger joint. She's found she's she had one cheeseburger, and now she loves cheeseburgers. Wants to try every cheeseburger ever in existence. So I took her to this burger place, and it was a cool like a sports bar thing. And upstairs they had um, a couple of cool games. They had pong. Remember pong, the arcade mm-hmm. game? Yeah. But it wasn't um, it wasn't electrical. It was like three D blocks that moved with magnets that you played oh, it with, and that okay. was fun. Uh, and then there was this beautiful, uh, absolutely beautiful, long wooden table. Uh, do you know Shuffleboard um, mm. that they play on cruise ships? It's, it's kind of like a lawn bowls game. You've got to push your, your counters down and get it to the end. Oh, kind of deal. yeah, yeah. Um, I only play air hockey. Right, right, right. right. Mm. Okay, so this was this bigger than that. The, kind, the, the puck was kind of the okay, same, yep. right? And it's this big, long wooden thing, and you throw your puck down there and you have to get it to the there's like okay. target down the other yep. end right um and it was it was just uh, obviously expensive and there was a sign there saying please don't touch the wood um if you touch the wood you'll ruin it because of the oils that they need to put on mm-hmm. it so that the things slide right so we're like i was like to rory obviously this is obviously very expensive um so let's not touch the wood and she's like got it uh and so it's like the wood is then surrounded by a moat i would say a moat of sand and I didn't know what that was for, but I was like, cool, this is fun. And we played a fair few rounds um, of the shuffleboard. Then the guy comes upstairs. Lovely guy who ran the place. He was chatting to me. He was lovely, like a you know, typical Melbourne Greek dude. Hey, come on in. Ah, you got your kid here. Hey, we're going to have fun. You go upstairs. It's great up there. I was like, cool, man. And <laughs> we were very careful not to touch the wood because that was the sign. The sign said, don't. I didn't want to break anything, so we didn't. And the guy walks upstairs to check on another table up there. And all the colour in his face just drops. Like you could tell he was... And he looks at us and he goes, have you, have you been playing? And we're like, yeah, it's great fun. He goes, no, you need to put the sand on the <gasps> wood to protect the wood. I was like, oh. So you put yeah. the sand on... On, on the wood, because I, did, I didn't, I don't even know how that works because we didn't get to do it. Because he was like, Marge, Marge, get up here. <laughs> how long have you been playing for? About twenty minutes. Had it been ruined? Did you don't know? So he is like, and, but kudos to him because yeah, he's like, oh no, you didn't. You played on my. T- oh, okay, Marge, come help. And he's like, but you know, that's cool. Uh, you, you uh, get you another. He could drink. see how wealthy you were. Yeah. He knew that it was going to be fine. He was, he was devastated. I would have just said yes, we did, but we've cleaned it. Cleaned it all up for you so you don't have to stress about yeah, it. Clean the sand. Yeah. And, so, do you have any cameras? And then, no. No. <laughs> and then, like, Rory does get a bit, she was like, oh, no, what have we done? Like, she was really upset. So, I was like, okay. And so, I was like, well, we'll go. We'll, we'll go. And he said, no, don't go, don't go, go. Yeah. You stay, you stay. Run you stay. away from the scene of the crime. Yeah, yeah. Man. Ruin it and run. Man, fully. Mm. And, and then we were like, no, no, no. And uh, then I went back the next day and it was gone. <gasps> and How I'm much do you reckon it's worth? Ten grand, maybe. So you're going to call him and pay for it? No, I'm just really glad it was in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sharing with the crew to try and not feel so bad. No, it was just. I got did out, it say any instructions there. about the sand, or did it Nothing. just presume that people would know? I don't know. Yeah, it did. It didn't say anything about make sure you rub down the sand fur or whatever. And I, I, I failed to see how that. To me, that looked like. Well, you're either sliving on the wood or you're sliding on, on the, the sand. sand. But it looked like that would have... Like, you wouldn't look at this lovely wood and think, oh, I have to grab a handful of sand and throw it all over that stuff so the things... Because the things were gliding like... We didn't want to ask. No. Hey, well, what's the sand for, mate? Well, it didn't, it didn't look like it required any information. <laughs> it's just a big board. You slide the thing down and you, you win. <laughs> We've learnt your lesson. Next time, just take it to Crown Casino. Uh, smash oh, out the pokies. We went to the next night. <laughs> <you go. laughs> 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Shocking news for any Queensland origin fan. Two star players testing positive to COVID. Days out from the decider in Brisbane. Last night, well, yesterday actually, it was the first Sunday match I went to uh-huh. for the Brisbane Lions. Mm-hmm. It's, we always used to have day games and then they've started winning and it's war at night. But I mm. uh, went there yesterday and there was a few uh, players out to COVID. Yeah. And it just made me think about your text messages for State of Origin. You were devastated. How annoyed you are. Because it's just so hard. They, I feel like they've kept isolated for so long. And even the coach of the Lions was saying it was easier back when there was no school on. Mm-hmm. When school was cancelled and everyone had to stay home, it was easier yeah. to not get it. But now everyone's got wives or girlfriends and kids going to school. Mm-hmm. Well, Cameron Munster, uh, our star player for yeah. Origin, mm-hmm. has COVID. And it's typical, isn't it? The run-on team gets it, not the reserves. I'm sus. The reserves spreading it around so they get their chance. Like the understudies of the sports world, just waiting for their chance to pounce. Guys, release the COVID, then I get my chance. Because they have to isolate for seven days, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what the because I know everyone was like, "Why did you test?" And it's like, "Well, they have to they test have every to day, test. regardless." Yeah. Yeah. Taylor, uh, one of our producers, her husband to be is an NRL player for the Warriors. Do they? Does that mean they have? to now keep testing and they can't play again until they're negative? Um, after seven days, they're allowed back to training like mm. like the community rules, yeah. Right, okay. And do they have to test, test every day still? No, not once they're positive. They're in isolation now. No, no, but I mean, like, do you have to test every day? Oh, okay. yeah, they test every day before training. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, right. And that's what a lot of people are saying. Why are you testing now? That's what I said. Don't test. <laughs> Why is Cameron Munster yeah. doing a COVID test? Because the week of to. origin. It comes back to my old theory, and I mm. think this works even more now. You remember my thing when we would see them in the camp, and what would they do? They would go bike riding, and I would be like, get off the bike. And I'm like, they're pretty skilled, no, mate. They can ride a bike. slowly wherever you're going. They still have to live. <laughs> well, you don't want them no. to eat in case they choke? Yep. You know what? I would chew up their food for them, <laughs> like, a, like a bird eats, and then I'd like... <laughs> I feel like everyone... Now they're saying that, what's the third wave? Are we in the third wave? Yeah. I, I, oh, I, it feels count. like... I think it's the fourth. 368 yeah, everyone's got to stop surfing. But mm-hmm. I just feel like now it feels like everyone who hasn't had it is going to get it. So I went... Sure. I went to a friends of ours had a dinner party mm. and half of them got it and everyone that got it hasn't had it before. Right. Was Cameron Munster there? Yeah, was it? <laughs> it was a girls' dinner. Uh, no, yeah. it wasn't yeah. there. So the chances are that there's a possibility that the entire team could be out if it spreads, right? Can they postpone it? I don't I think d- they would. Yeah. I know for a lot of the other rules, they're like, no, no, like, the game's going on. Yeah. I know they are for the AFL. They're like, game's going on, and everyone's getting an opportunity. Like, there's so many debuts now. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do if, say, Origin Day is Wednesday here in Brisbane yeah. at Suncorp? Yeah. They all test that day, and then, like, half of Queensland and half of New South Wales have COVID. Seven aside. Then you start <laughs> saying, like, you know, those born in uh, <laughs> New Zealand field. are allowed yeah. for Queensland. We've got those, right? Is Wally yeah. getting nervous? <laughs> <laughs> is it home going, oh. But what would you, what <laughs> would you do? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it could, it could be a possibility. Um, but they, um, there must be contingencies. They just roll out anybody. I think, I think they'd have to. Just go down the line. There'd be a big list. Of like, you know, the people that almost made it and then yeah. the people that almost, almost made it. And then so you get down to Barry, the who's D-grades. always wanted this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing for Widom Manly Seagulls. Uh, You're throwing the ball. He's like, what's this? <laughs> it's the wrong shape. <laughs> We're in trouble, guys. <laughs> well, stay safe, everyone. Yes. Uh, stay away from the Queensland team. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I like to think I'm an intelligent guy. 
have my moments. You are. Thank you. Uh, Very knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. Yeah. I say that no one can recite from the internet like you can. Oh, well, that's true. Yes. As, uh, but as you know, that famous quote that you see on the internet, uh, never trust everything you read on the internet mm-hmm. by um, Abraham Lincoln. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we went away. We went on holidays. Uh, we went down to Melbourne uh, for our holidays, took Rory down there. We got some cousins that live down there, so we went to visit them, uh, and it was lovely. And we got an um, Airbnb. Um, in town, and it was a nice little apartment complex. Uh, and we walked in. It was, you know, it's bedrooms, couch, TV, hotel rooms, a hotel rooms, a hotel room, really, or Airbnb, whatever. And um, there was a TV, and on the TV cabinet there was a little sign, little wooden sign. Uh, and it got me thinking, and I was thinking about it for ages because it was, um, it was how. H-O-W-E, and I was like, oh, okay, obviously these people really like their surname. You know how some people have, like, their houses called Davidson or yeah. Davidson yeah. Ranch. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And, you know, I did a U Abbey um, where, you know how when we used to walk and we people walk past us mm. and we'd come Make up, up with, their story. Yeah. Yeah, so we'd be like, they're actually um, are having an affair, yeah. they're both going out for lunch today, they had to come under the bridge mm-hmm. because they wanted to see them to give them a backstory. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Or, or that time we saw Ella Anastasia Palaszczuk. She's having an affair. No. Yeah. Under the bridge. We, called, we called Doctor, we called Doctor Rizzi. We She's did. out with someone else, man. So. Sure, that's Chris Foley with her. What's going on there? <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and, and yeah, because it was at the TV, and it was just down there, I was like looking at it all the time. So I'm like, oh, okay. So they're a rich family. The Howes. It sounded like oh. a, a, a rich family. And they it bought It is a bit this, of a posh name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. Howell the third, uh, and they, they they bought this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live in a mansion somewhere, mm-hmm. and they bought this place. They live in the Mornington Peninsula because that's okay, lovely yep, down there. Yep. That's the rich area. And this, they, is, their, this is their city there. place. This is their city dwelling, and they pop in here to conduct their business and check mm-hmm. out the stock market and all that shenanigans with their and wearing their monocles and smoking their pipes. Like uh, that's that's where I was. Mm. A really rich family. Rah rah. Given them all. They, they, the three. Well, if you had to hire it, of course they would have been rich. It would have been very expensive. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I guess. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, there's a man from Barden who wishes to take up residence in our house over the holidays. Splendid. Bring him in. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even have, like, welcome caviar. Uh, you know? Right. Sort of a, what, sort of a hovel. Sort of a hovel. Uh, three kids. They're off at college. Uh, they sometimes vacation in Colorado and mm-hmm. go skiing, uh, all that kind of thing. And then it got to, I think, the last day. And we were cleaning up everything and getting the, the place spit spot for the return of the house. Uh, when the house came back to live in their uh, little uh, holiday home. And um, just as we were about to leave, Rory um, looked over at it and looked at it and picked it up and turned it around uh, and it said home. H-O-M-E, home. Oh, was it like a clear one? Oh. Was it the... It was a wooden one, uh, and it was just upside down. So the W became the oh. M became a W. Oh. <laughs> there were no house. There this were no house. H O W E. No house. No house. No house. The, the guy was Chinese. It was Wong. <laughs> <laughs> so were you. <laughs> Two Wongs don't make a right either. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.